Welcome to the Healing Place podcast, a space filled with inspirational stories of hope, along with practical advice for your healing journey. Your host is Terry Welbrock, trauma warrior, writer, speaker, blogger, therapy dog handler, and founder of the Sammy's Bundles of Hope Project. As a survivor and a thriver, Terry's mission is to shine the light of hope into the world by interviewing insightful guests from across the globe. Please stay tuned at the end of today's interview as we honor our sponsors. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas. Now, here's your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I am your host, Terry Welbrock, and I'm excited to have with me today John D. Whitus, and we are going to talk about energy psychology. So she's a master trainer and practitioner in energy psychology, and I know we've talked about on the podcast before EFT, but she's also going to talk to us about that as well as TTT, and the other one is TFT, which I have honestly not heard of. Um, so I'm excited to learn as well. So welcome, Jondi. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. And you started talking, we talked just a few minutes before I hit record about um, energy psychology and, and where that sure. comes from and what it is. Great. Well, um, just a real swift ride through the ages, about 5,000 years ago or so who's counting, um, Asian medicine, primarily Chinese medicine, um, came up with a concept of the energy body and the idea of balance. Everybody's seen the yin-yang of balance, right? And so one of the things that the Chinese figured out way back was that we have life force within us. We are made of it and we have it within us. And when it becomes imbalanced, that is sort of the bottom line of Asian medicine is to rebalance the life force, otherwise known as qi. And so thousands of years later, we're finally catching up. And so we have integrated this into our Western medicine traditions and perspectives. And we call this area a very large umbrella. We call it energy medicine or energy psychology. They're rather interchangeable terms, really. Um, neither is quite right. But um, somehow energy, all of its own, uh, we would probably get lots of ExxonMobil ads if we didn't specify. So we're not yet too good at specifying what we mean. And so we've designated these two areas so far. Awesome. Um, so since the 80s, we have really been working on this area and it expands very, very quickly because it is part of the mind-body connection, which almost everybody on the planet's heard of so far. And it's an expansive, dynamic area of inquiry, which tells us about the, the marriage of consciousness and physical health and this thing we called emotional health or well-being. And so all three of these tenets are sort of carried together in the crucible of energy work that we do. In the 80s, there were three um, scientists. Um, let me just rephrase that. Three practitioners that were 
really into scientific inquiry about what could be better for my clients. And that's the kind of people we like, right? They're yeah. always striving to find something new and wonderful for their clientele. And so there was a, a chiropractor and a psychologist and a, a psychotherapist. And independently, as sciences want to be, all three of them determined that if they took these ancient Asian principles they were finding out about, about body's chi and balance and manual stimulation of the meridians, which is just a fancy word for the, the veins or the highways, which life force or chi travels throughout the body, if they were doing that simultaneously with their other endeavor, chiropressor, uh, psychology, they got a much bigger and more positive outcome. And so our tradition that I'm talking about today is really derivative of Dr. Callahan's. He had this idea that together these things could be called thought field therapy, TFT. And over the years, it was just actually for uh, professionals in the mental health area. One of his students, though, was a Stanford-trained engineer called Gary Craig, and turned out that he was a really good engineering student, but what he was really interested in was human engineering. And so he started taking every course he could find and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in personal empowerment and looking at all the different ways that one could elevate themselves and their health. And he decided to take Dr. Callahan's work and squash it into an elegantly simple little quark. And he called it EFT for emotional freedom techniques. And so there's a couple of radical things that we love him for. Uh, he's still very much with us. Uh, but one of the things is the ability to synthesize this little unique downsized reverse engineered packet that called EFT much smaller and easier to use for the world than its predecessor. The other thing was he had this idea uh, that he expressed about all negative emotions were actually an energy disruption. Yes. And people went, what? <laughs> and so, you know, he's, he's probably not still out there explaining that concept. But the basic idea, including of my direct mentor, uh, Gwyneth Moss, is it's about a consciousness of a disruption in your energy system, which is, ugh right? Yeah. Or, ooh, there is something that happens that alerts you to the fact there's a disruption in your equilibrium. And that's, as they say, where it all began. And this is what we do in energy psychology. Since that time, I'll give you that third T you ask about. TTT stands <laughs> for trauma tapping technique. And it is a derivative that is directly from Roger Callahan and Gary Craig and comes together in another kind of algorithm, which is closer actually to TFT. But its value is that my friends Gunilla Ham and Ulf Sandström are Swedish and they have spent um, half their lifetime anyway in the Western diaspora of refugee camps and children of war. Uh, displaced persons, and they have spread this work, TTT, to everyone they found. And the beauty of it is they decided, because there are well over 300 dialects, that they would never be able to master those or be understood, etc., etc. Bingo, they had this great idea. Let's make it wordless. 
let's just do an algorithm or procedure and make it wordless and we'll tell people through a confederate a compatriot a local a guide we'll tell them to please assemble everybody and we'll tell them to please think about that which troubles you and while you hold that thought See, we're going back to thought field therapy. While you hold that thought, we want you to do this little algorithm of manual stimulation and bingo, you'll feel better. Yeah. And so now you have all three T's. That's fantastic. I had Lorna Meinweiser on and she also mm-hmm. talked about um, She's a friend. and the beautiful work that they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, particularly in war. Let's, let's tell your viewers if they want to look into it. It's peacefulheart.se, which stands for Sweden. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you. Yes. Sure. Fantastic. Well, I have utilized EFT along my own healing journey. Um, Mm -hmm. First started with EMDR therapy Mm -hmm. and um, to process traumas, but I found EFT. A lot of people talk about EMDR being invasive, meaning that I had to return back to the traumas where EFT, my understanding is, you know, it's less invasive. You don't necessarily always have to go back to the traumas, but more about the feeling that you're having or what's being triggered, what's what's arising, right? It's a much gentler technique, and its beauty is this, if you ask me, which you have. Um, <laughs> its beauty is this. EFT can be used at one of three graduated levels. The first one, Gary Craig, took it from licensure and gave it to the people. It's the people's tool. Okay, so we can use it for self-care, which is huge when we can take something out of the health professions and use it ourselves. We become empowered, right? Right. The second way that we can use that is called peer-to-peer. And the most beautiful thing I do with teacher practicums or social worker practicums is I will show them how to support one another and they need never know what's going on with the other person beautiful thing the third level is much like an iceberg way underneath the waterline you see that this tool is so deeply profoundly therapeutic and there's nowhere that I've ever found it cannot go or what it cannot do but that's the kind of work that would be done in very practiced hands certified hands people who have studied for a very long time why not because of the degree it's because of their commitment to keeping their clients safe and to going at a pace that respects and honors the client and keeps them safe and how to handle things when things get too hot or too overwhelming so all of those years of practice have to do with really keeping people safe yeah and I love that and I thank you for that because I I say that often to people is we're all on our own journey and you just on, well, one honoring our own journey, but honoring one another's journey and where, where each individual is um, along that, along that path. So yes. That's really important because in this work, unlike other protocols and algorithms, this work deeply honors where the person is. Gary used to say it all the time and meet them where they're at, right? Bad English, great advice. Um, (laughs) Because it's the most amazing and flexible tool I've ever found. That's how it meets everybody where they are. Yes. Well, beautiful. I also, I stalked your website a little bit and um, your blog. Awesome. And I love how it's broken down um, when you go down 
and it has it in sections of EFT with kids. Um, there's like a tips, tools and tips, I think is another section and then conversation, you know, conversation starters. Um, beautiful. So everyone, if you have an opportunity, please go. What is your website? It is your name. It's johnnywhitis.com. Okay. And that's J-O-N-D-I-W-H-I-T-I-S.com. That's All right. it. All right. Cool. Well, and again, wonderful. And one of the videos that I saw was the, just the, the, it, talking through of or the the example of how the EFT you know the algorithm works mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah Wonderful. very simple and you know it's it's kind of profound to have I call it the Mark Bickman recipe book Mark Bittman is a huge uh, recipe authority and he wrote a, a book called how to cook anything I think it's anything or everything how to cook everything and I thought that's like EFT. We have the simplest, tiniest little recipe, but it can be adapted to anything. And so my analogy is like oatmeal. Do you like raisins? Do you like almonds? Do you like brown sugar? Do you like, it doesn't matter. It's great because it's such a tiny little elegant recipe that then you can expand it and you can make it customized. So I call it customized to the customer. Yeah. That's amazing and beautiful and yes, I love it. So do you wanna do you wanna walk through a, a version sure. of it? Sure. Okay, wonderful. Absolutely. Um and let me just go ahead and say people often say, Oh, it looks so exciting, but I don't know what to say. I'm gonna disabuse them of that notion right now. Here's what you say. You say the truth. Full stop. Okay, so the recipe itself is a tiny little flexible sentence that honors balancing. Remember, we came from Asian medicine, right? So the balancing statement is the one-size-fits-all recipe. And the structural components are this. You say the truth, even though I have this problem. And then you balance it with some larger truth. I deeply and completely accept myself. Or if you don't, then say the truth. I'd like to deeply and completely accept myself, right? Just the truth. And the larger truth balances out the, quote, negative charge of this small truth. I'm angry right now. And that's just true. I feel angry. Yeah, that's true. I accept that that's the way I feel. Do you see I'm already customizing to the customer, but the statement has not changed, not in its material form. And the way that we apply the statement is with the blade edge of the hand here. So we use our stimulators, otherwise known as fingertips, <laughs> and we can put the fingertip to the blade edge side of the hand. Either one, we're bilateral, it doesn't matter, and you can switch it up doesn't matter and we say the sentence even though I have this problem or issue I deeply and completely accept myself okay I usually do it about three times which is what Gary did when he first started so that you can really focus on the statement so it might be problem acceptance it might be defining the problem even though I'm really angry right now I accept that's how I feel and then maybe defining it further, more specifically, even though I'm really angry at what Chad just said to me. Well, I've had worse said to me, but the truth is I'm just really angry at him right now. Yeah, that's how I feel. 
So three truthful statements, the same statement, the same recipe. From there, we do what is called the sequence. It's more of this tapping, but it's on about eight different points in your body. That's it, over 300 of them, and we just take about eight because it's easy to remember. And I choose an algorithm that starts at the top of the head like gravity because it's really easy to remember. And mostly, remember, I started teaching children this, so oh. I would teach them fun stuff like let's let it melt like chocolate. <laughs> Let's let it start right here. And the word that we use is simply something from our sentence. Angry. Okay. And then we go melty, melty, melty down to the way the eyebrow meets the nose. Angry. And, of course, we do have two of them. You're doing just right. You can alternate. You can do one at a time. You can do both. It doesn't matter. We're bilateral. And then go across the eyebrow to the side of the eye, right there on the bone. And we say, angry. And then follow that bone until it's right underneath your eye like an iris. Angry. You see how this keeps us on track instead of going, wandering away in our brain? Right. Underneath your nose, angry. And underneath your lip, angry. And then the tricky part is right underneath those knobby knobs called collarbones. They <laughs> stick out. That's where the guys put their ties, right? So you could do this hand like a C right here or just one or both. Or if all else fails, slap gently. Right. Angry. And the last point I'm going to show you today is the last of the shortcuts. And that's right on the rib cage underneath the arm. And yes, gentlemen, that's where the bra strap would be. <laughs> Angry. Right? That's it. That's the tiniest, tiniest little thing we call the shortcut recipe. And so side of the hand to find the problem and do the sequence. You can do it as many times as you wish. The important part about EFT, though, that's very different than cognitive therapy, is we start off with knowing how much and then in a little while, we come back and say, and now how much? EFT is all about testing so that you and the client knows, are we there yet? It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so is it, it's about releasing that anger. Is that? Mm -hmm. in, okay. And so do you have to end on any sort of a positive note? Because it almost seems like you're still focusing on that. The truth is always positive. Okay. Okay. Right. Fascinating. And so there are people who like that because they can't stand the discomfort of what they think is negativity. Right. But I would just right. ask them to tap on that. Yeah. The idea is truthfulness is not positive or negative. It's just truth. Right. Okay. So after I tap a little while, I want to ask that question. I want to go, and how angry do I feel now? And chances are really good, really fast. It comes down and added bonus you'll find out why. <laughs> right? yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It and then you can tap on that. Right. Okay. Well, I love it. And, and again, you help clarify so much of the purpose of mm. uh, going through the motions the of it. Yeah. So. Well, all of these points are designed to hit all 13 meridians in a way that is really easy, really gentle, really fast and accessible. You see that I didn't lie down. I didn't have to take off my clothes. I didn't have to have somebody help me. Right. And we did it like that. Yeah. 
that's the point. So I can hit all 13 of the meridians that the Chinese medicine has by just those eight points because some of them, like this one, are at supercharged points. It's like spaghetti highway, spaghetti junction. And so we have a lot of efficiency and people will often ask, so I'll go ahead and answer that. They'll say, what if I forget where a point is? Or what if I forget a point? Will it still work? Well, it's remarkably loving and forgiving. And yes, it will. But just like if you don't know what's wrong with your car and you take it to a mechanic and say, maybe you should just tune it up. I don't know what's going on. They go through all the circuits to find out where is it going awry, but let's just do the whole thing. And that's one of the things Gary took out of TFT was it had diagnostics. What is the problem? And then had algorithms that you looked up like recipes. Gary went, just do a tune up and it doesn't matter. Right. You've hit them all. You've hit them all. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. That is an efficiency plan. And that is what engineering loves. Yes. And amazing. And I know, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but for anybody new tuning in, the first time I went through this with a practitioner, Mm -hmm. I sobbed through the entire thing. I was an emotional basket case, but I'm telling you, by the time we finished, because we went through it several times, um, shoo, what a relief I felt. Um, And yes, much more at peace with all, but because we were tapping on my trauma, which was a horrific first 22 years and we went through it all. Um, And so it was very overwhelming, but yes. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm just a huge fan of it. Well, I'm delighted to hear that. And, and we want to make sure we don't scare anybody. We want to say you go as slow as you need to go. Right. A good practitioner is patient with their patient. Right. And they will go at a pace that is safe and comfortable enough to handle. Um, And the reason Gary called it emotional freedom techniques is because you're no longer ruled by overwhelming emotion or negative emotion or what we call in the business limiting beliefs about ourselves. Well, and that's why I brought it up. That's what that release is all about. Yeah. And and I, I I thank you for saying honor you know, mm-hmm. meet people where they are and, and just honor that yes. pace that's needed. Um, yeah. yeah. It's kind. It if is. nothing else, it's kind. Yeah. Beautiful. But it's also safe. Just interrupting the podcast interview for just a moment to give a shout out to the latest donors to the Healing Place podcast funding drive. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas. And Kathleen Hannigan has donated on the Resilience Ally level, a generous donation of which we are very, very grateful. And as well as Melissa Adamchik on a friend level. So thank you to both of them for believing in this healing space and me and my dream of continuing to grow the global reach of this podcast. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor of the Healing Place podcast, please visit my website at terrywellbrock.com. That's www.terrywellbrock.com. And you will find at the top of each page a link for um, 
donate now at Fractured Atlas, and I would be ever so grateful for your support. All right, now back to the interview. Thanks. Now, you've also written two books that I saw as well. I have, and I've got two more ready to come out. Um, you know, it, it's not a whodunit. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I have two what I call desk reference books. And arguably, uh, they're for people who are in the helping profession. They don't have to be in tapping at all. But um, I that was my natural constituency is people who like to tap or want to know about it. So the first book is called how to be a great detective and it helps you learn how to ask quality, incisive, curious, compassionate questions. Yeah. And that's on Amazon. My second one is actually for people who want to spread the word or do healing groups. And it's called how to give great introductory groups. Yeah. And so it's a, a checklist as well as philosophy, as well as admonitions that I've learned over time through experience about what not to do and um, how to do things more easily. So instead of reinventing the wheel, it's pretty much set out for you like a template. My next two books are somewhat different. The new one is going to come out, I hope, at the end of this month, and it's called Emotional First Aid for Children, Compassionate oh. Action. And so it's a field guide, a handbook. And um, I wrote that, I co-wrote that with Deborah Miller, PhD, who um, works often in a pediatric oncology unit in Oaxaca, Mexico. And my book behind that, which is probably May, is called Now What? Facing Serious Health Challenges for Yourself or a Loved One. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, and when I looked it up, one of the things that I just loved was it's, it was the handy dandy guides. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, as you can tell, I'm, I, I'm really all puffed up with it. You know, so self-important. Um, but the idea is, I think that this is the people's tool. I often call myself the people's teacher because there's plenty of places that you can go and learn within the therapy businesses. There's seminars, there's APA-style seminars, conferences, etc. But Gary went to a lot of trouble to pull this out and make it accessible to the world. We think there's probably about 9 million people that have been exposed to it, give or take, in the last 30 years. And um, that is getting faster and wider and deeper. So I want to make sure that people know um, this can be used in any therapeutic practice, but it was originally the people's tool. Yes. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you for for what it is you do and um yeah so anything else that you want to want to talk about um today well i did want to i did want to encourage people to know that the thought that western medicine allopathic symptomology type of medicine newtonian medicine is that there's something wrong with you and somebody out there knows better than you, and they're going to fix you. And I'd just like to say, I think that that's just a wholesale approach that has not served us very well. Right. And so in energy work, the beautiful thing is about a return to consciousness of self, a return to wisdom that is innate and is within you, even if it's unconscious to you right now 
It can become conscious to you with intention and patience and these tools. You do know, excuse me, <coughs> you do know everything. I know all of my clients. They already know. They're just not aware of it. Yeah. And so my job is to be the gentle, kind facilitator who helps them remember what they know yeah. and put it to work. Yeah, I love that. And I agree with you. And yes, once you tap into it, there's no unknowing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. And, you know, frankly, that's um, a lot of I, I started out in psychology. There's there's a lot in the uh, the canon that says, well, you know, some clients are resistant. We're going to lose that idea in the people's toolbox. Okay, the idea is always there is a really good reason they mm -hmm. are resistant. I just don't know what it is yet. Right. But patience and inquiry and tapping will win the day. It will show you. It will clarify and help you remember there's a darn good reason you're doing that. Humans don't do anything for no reason. Yes. It's I just not going to say, heck conscious. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Heck yeah. 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 I mean, so I, I would like them to know that healing is at the ends of their fingertips, but they <laughs> might need a little help learning these things. Yeah. So can people work with you or how do they get a hold of you? Sure. Um, they can find me on my site, johndwhitis.com. Um, I mostly train now because I'm dedicated to sending this out into the world with as many people's teachers as possible. So you'll find that I teach EFT foundational classes as well as advanced classes. And I teach them all over the country. And yes, if you want me to come to wherever you are, I can do that. You just have to get me some people together and I will do that. Secondly, I mentor a lot of practitioners and you can work with me that way. Let's say you've been tapping for a while. Let's say you're like me, an accredited certified kind of practitioner. You still have to stay in plumb. You still have to do your own work so that you're able to help other people and your stuff is not in the way. So mentoring is what we do. And I mentor a lot of people. And then there's clients. So you can come to me as a client. I still maintain a small practice, which I call to keep me honest, because I don't <laughs> train what I don't do myself. Right, exactly. Can we talk about kids for a minute? Sure, let's please do talk about children. I've worked this with kids. This is kind of my mission. Yeah. My mission is to create a better future by teaching as many children as possible, how they're made and how to work with that design from as early as possible so that they can take care of themselves and they can take care of others. That's the mission. Yeah. So one of the reasons I've written the book Emotional First Aid for Children, which is not EFT. It's about small little algorithms that enter the nervous system Tapping, yes, but no words. It's about different algorithms that I found that help them out. And we don't have to use words. Because when children are frightened, they're offline, shall we say. Yeah. They can't really attend to what you're trying to say. That's why the more upset we get, the stupider decisions we make. Because we have less and less access to our cognitive, our prefrontal cortex up here. Um, 
because our body is preparing to help us escape. Yeah. It's not about thinking or digesting. It's to help us get away or if we must fight or if we must shut down, right? So children are no different. They are, in this case, just smaller people, but they don't have the faculties that older people have. They don't have the resources and the resilience that they have learned because they've lived this long in comparison to you, right? And so that's why it's uber important that we teach them as early as possible, as early as two years old, just to say, whoops, uh-oh, whoops whoops that hurt do you see a pattern here that could just lend itself to you to making those algorithmic patterns just innate yeah yeah and let me show you this i actually started learning how to show people this uh when i was doing veterans work i still do some pro bono veterans work because so many of them have ptsd that are not getting the help that they want right, right? So um, one of my uh, veterans said to me one time, they said, well, I'm not doing that stupid stuff. I'm not going to let people watch me do this. I said, oh, okay. And I said, let's see, what could I do that would be different? What, what could I do that would, um, I don't know, allow you to somehow, I don't know, just, you know, sit in your chair and, hmm. I, I don't know what I could do. Hmm, what could I do? And he started to laugh. And he goes, you tricked me. And I said, no, actually, I didn't. Those are nature's self-soothing points. That's how come we know they're the right ones. And so any child will reach to any of those points, too. That's why we go, no. oh, my God. And touch those places, right? We touch those places. So we're just going to make sure they know to touch those places. Make sure they know how to tell the truth and that there is honor and dignity in truth. Yeah. I love it. Well, and children hold a special place in my heart. That's why Sammy and I in our therapy dog work, we work with kiddos. We volunteer with kiddos um, in helping them um, find tranquility and mm -hmm. find their calm mm -hmm. um, so what a beautiful gift that is to children it yeah. is so i hope you'll integrate that into their life yes for sure yes i love it thank you good. again you're so welcome all right well um well we're doing good we still have five minutes or so if you have anything more to talk oh about. my gosh what kind of world problem could we solve all right what can we resolve oh wait oh i have it i so i decided new year something new and fun to do. Mm -hmm. So I made up my 50 podcast questions, just random oh, nice. fun questions. So uh, if you want to pick a number between one and 50, and then we'll just go with that one. 33. 33. All right. 33 is <laughs> what three things would you wish for from a genie? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, you know, I used to ask this question to myself all the time as a child, so it's kind of a funny question, but um, I asked for wisdom, which is actually perhaps more about discernment of what is mine to do, yeah. right? Because we all have really good half-cocked ideas about what we should do, need to do, compelled to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which is sort of the bane of uh, the helping profession, because if you feel compelled to do it, 
then you for sure are going to have boundary and burnout problems because it's not a healthy self-contained thing. So discernment and wisdom, I would ask for that. I would also ask for the honesty to stay in the discomfort long enough to know what's really going on so that I could start to honestly treat that. And the third thing I think I would ask is always to return to kindness. You'll never go wrong. Yeah. What a beautiful answer. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Got me thinking. Only because I feel compelled. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm going to have to watch myself. (laughs) Even though I feel compelled, wouldn't it be so much better if I felt like offering? Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm tapping on it when we're done. Okay. Fair enough. It's good to see you. I hope I see you again. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And as Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.